Jimilang Sanbonani Molweni. Hi, it's your girl Lulu from Lulu Allergy. Welcome back. Um, not the accent. Um and it's your girl Lunga for like a third episode, right? It's the third time I've been on your show. Isn't the fourth? Fourth? I did that one in season one. Yeah. And oh, yeah. season six, two six, is I, this one. So this no, is the this season one. three. I haven't been on season two then. Oh, yes. yes. So it's my third episode on here. Um, my name's Lunga. I'm the host's favorite person. Right. And uh, we're on Luluology. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, this is a part two of the Y2K resurgence, fat phobia, pro Anna, the vibes. So... What are the trigger warnings, yeah? Let's get let's get into it. Trigger warning one. Fat phobia. Yeah. Two. Racism. Three. Classism. <clears throat> um, I'm also giving a PSA that I am once again engaging in substance. This is Tipsy Talk. Welcome to Tipsy Talk with Lulu <laughs> Allergy and Lunga. I don't know. Maybe this is gonna become our thing. Maybe we're gonna tipsy talk all the time. I would like a hundred percent show up for this segment of the thing that called tipsy talk. Um, it's cool. I like getting intoxicated. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. We need to get into that. Yeah, like I'm Yana. I see do go. <laughs> okay, so we're back with a part two. What about what a part two? What a part because I mean, like, we did trigger warnings for the previous episode, but we missed some of those things. We didn't talk about those things. We didn't talk about the things. Yeah, well, it's tipsy talk. You you don't really expect this to be coherent thoughts the whole time, but. Um, so I am going to remind all of you that if you go onto the Luluology link tree, which you can find on my personal, um, IG, which is Lulu underscore Wendaba, as well as on the Luluology Twitter page, which is Luluology with two Y's, you will see that I have added resources for eating disorders, uh, disordered eating and to get help. Um, so click on those links, click on those links. Oh God! Get help. Get help. I wish someone had had told me to get help. Nah, I still wouldn't have gone. <laughs> I mean, it was like worth the try. It's, if it's someone caring enough to tell you to get help because they see this problem. But yeah, um, I will. Yeah. So let's talk about it. The racism in the pro Anna community. <laughs> wow. Yikes! You don't. You don't think about it. Until you think about it. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. So, obviously, a lot... You're educating me now because I missed a lot of things, probably. So, as previously mentioned on the podcast, um, Fearing the Black Body uh, is a book that you read to get to understand uh, yeah. phobia in terms yeah. of racism and where phobia comes from when it comes to... I tried. The black body. I tried. I was like, this is a bit too triggering, isn't it? A bit too triggering for me. Yeah. Um, so, even black women in the pro-Anna community are always perceived as fat, 
even when they're not, just for the virtue of being black. Like in the eating disorder community, like a black person would be like, I have an eating disorder. They'd be like, no, you don't. <laughs> You're black. <laughs> you eat chicken and watermelon. Like, Damn. they are not good people. They are not nice people. And as I have previously said, I've, I I got into like pro-Anna eating disorders, whatnot, whatnot, on fan fiction. So I would see it openly with people like going onto like um, fanfics where Bella was black. And they'd be like, no, Bella would never be a fat black nigger bitch. Monkey porch monkey. <laughs> it was not good. It was not good. No. It was, no, it was not. It was not good at all. Damn. So there's a lot of racism in this community as well. Um and with the with the rise of Y2K, we can see like people doing it again in terms of like um cutting out black women's influence on 2000s fashion because somebody tried to say britney spears was the fashion icon of the 2000s while beyonce destiny's child and them were alive mm. 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 <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about that one so we're seeing them like which is so weird we're seeing them tr- like not acknowledge black women then acknowledge the skinniest white woman you can think of then be like, this is body goals. Now, I'm not saying they should acknowledge skinny black women and be like, this is body goals. I'm saying that even black women, when they are skinny, are still cut out of this particular community. So when black women come into this eating disorder recovery community, they are always not welcomed. They are always shunned. Wow. So... Also, why do I have an accent? Hmm. I was about to say, you know... (laughs) Well, I'm trying so hard not to break into the English <laughs> accent, and you had a whole why do I have an accent <laughs> in an accent. I'm so sorry about that. Um, Tip-tip-tip. back to scheduled programming. Um, like I'm totally gonna try this one. I really like it. Oh, am <laughs> no, we're getting over, getting off the topic. We need to get back onto it. If you hear a dog in the background, what I want you to do is think if your neighbor doesn't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And if the answer is no, then you are lucky. If the answer is yes, then you understand. (laughs) Um, But yeah, classism, oh my days. What was your experience with classism in the pro-Anna community like? I think I saw the pro-Anna community um I came across it and then I like left it alone yeah I never spent hours on Tumblr going through pro-Anna like no it was one of those things that you come across when you're scrolling on Tumblr and you're like oh they tell me how to stay skinny and that's it like yeah no I never went deep into it I just knew that I wanted a thigh gap and I just had pictures of white women's thigh gaps on my phone. But I was never deep into it. So I like I never experienced the thing you're talking about. Like obviously racism is gonna come in and yeah. classism is gonna come because it all at the end of the day ties into each other. Exactly. So this is all new to me. You're educating me now because I'm like, whoa. Well, the racism part is like that's a given racism. Yay. Yeah, no. No. Hungry white women are very mean. (laughs) Hungry white women are very mean. 
Hungry white women are very mean. And I'm so sorry if you're listening to this and you're in recovery and you're thinking that I'm making fun of you and your situation. Um, that's not at all what I mean. I mean, hungry white women are extremely mean. <laughs> like, that's all I mean. Mm. Um, but yeah. You know, it is also, you know, uh, clinging on to skinniness is also clinging on to whiteness in the, in the most, like, obvious way you can probably think of as a white woman. Because, you know, you're taught in direct... Just a position. Just a just a pose. Just a pose. Eh. Juxtaposition. Just a pose. Hey, In direct. Just a position. Yeah. Uh huh. What do you want to say? You all lot know what I'm trying to say. Indirect comparison and opposition to black women. Synonyms. Yay. (laughs) No, her saying I can't speak English. I'm not. I'm not zamaring. I'm saying that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, but Nana, you're gonna hear a lot of that during the episode. Lunga was an English whiz. Me. She was an English whiz. I could hear you so, out right now. I'm not gonna do she that. was an English whiz, and you know we would all get compared to her. Like, oh, you should be more like Lunga. You should rap more like Lunga. Lunga's so smart. Oh my goodness, Lunga, Lunga. You said like I can't say what I want to say now because you know, <laughs> <we're> recording. But <laughs> once this say? turns off, what do you want to say, babe? <laughs> Uh, if you never hear from me again, I was threatened. I was say, what if I kill myself? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what would you do then? Lunga, Lunga is so smart. Lunga. Anyway, I have a razor right now. Oh my goodness, Lunga is also apparently in her Hannah Baker era. <laughs> <laughs> Move. We're gonna leave you all tapes. Consider these my tapes. Oh my days. All these guest starrings on me and my tapes. Just giving you tapes. If you are also struggling with uh, suicidal ideation, I will add a link to the South African depression and anxiety thing. Um, you can call them. But, but what happens, right? Let me tell you about a funny story. I once I called them. Say, don't don't they like? No, because I once called them, and then they just didn't pick up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, sometimes you call for so long and you're like, uh, okay, what if I kill? I could have killed myself. Oh, sorry. No. I could have self-deleted by now. Like Because some lady was like to me, after I call her, like, I've called multiple times. Mm. She was like to me, and I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, okay. I'm Boba Lagoden. Excuse me. She said, count to 10, bruv. Count to 10 if you feel like killing yourself. And then she dropped the phone. I'm pretty sure she was asleep. But anyway, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about racism, Y2K, pro Anna, and all that. So, um, think Paris Hilton. Oh my god. No one was more classist, fatphobic, and racist than Paris Hilton. I feel like if you want to encompass the pro Anna community, Paris Hilton is who you're going to look at. Yep. Kate Moss was bad, but at least Kate Moss, you know, she wasn't up here telling us to stop being poor, stop being black. <laughs> Paris Hilton's a problem, bro. I don't wanna lie. But she looked gorgeous on her wedding day. As you all know, I really love weddings. Uh, I think about her Paris Hilton wedding dress often. Uh, she's a very bad person. Um, Oscar de la Renta is an amazing designer. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? 
what were we talking about? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't, like I yo. I honestly have nothing more to add to this because um I like I stopped myself from going all the way with that and like being totally immersed in that culture. Like I didn't need to be immersed in it completely to know that I need a thigh gap I just need to open those magazines every day and I was like yeah yeah no like <laughs> media was a big yeah media did enough to pressure. remind me that I needed to lose weight big and I pressure. needed to have a thigh gap I needed to be skinny that's it but like I mean, I'd like to say I'm very lucky I never yo no like experiencing pro Anna like um as someone who's supposedly in active recovery mm-hmm. from my disordered eating because mm-hmm. i can't say i have an eating disorder mm. like i've never been told hey you yeah you have like i have disordered eating mm. and as someone who's in active recovery those things you've seen never leave your mind no, they never. and it's so difficult and a lot of people don't understand it's like it's a control thing more than anything. You're trying to control how much you're eating. People think like, oh, you just don't want to eat. But you're trying to control. You're trying to be in control. It, it doesn't matter which which method you use. Whether you're using the bulimia method bag. Or you're using the cotton ball method bag. Mm, I don't think I'm supposed to be telling you all that. Don't say that. Not give them ideas. Don't give sick people ideas. <laughs> Um, or your like restricting or your calorie counting that all has to do with control and that's why we like these people need help like in terms of medical psychological all that kind of help like these people are sick in like sick and although you saying sick yes sick <laughs> And the problem is, it's so encouraged. No one ever asks like, oh my goodness. People are always like, oh, you lost weight. I'm so happy for you. It's never like, oh my goodness, are you okay? You lost weight. It's not good. No. It's not good. You people are not good people. <laughs> I, in case you were wondering, yeah. Um... What was that? <laughs> pigeon. Yeah, no, a grown man just stepped on the roof. <laughs> Lunga says it's a pigeon. I say it's a grown man. Um, eh, ding about right. Um, he's about to say, don't chink us, lady. Don't do that to us. What else about the Y two K resurgence? Like, yeah, like a The Y two K resurgence is not a good place to be. Um. And I need people to really think about what they are interacting with in terms of media, uh, what they're consuming, what they are perpetrating, what they are showing to their younger siblings. Um, Because let me tell you something, you're going to hell. (laughs) Okay. Like, you people are not good people. The way you interact with fat people is disgusting. And I've spoken many times about medical fat phobia, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. But like when you start speaking about how fat phobia looks in the queer community, we start speaking big things. 
as long as I said in the previous episode, uh, she saw a TikTok that was like, straight people will be like, oh, I hate fat people. And then like, Chubby Chase, right? And then queer people will be like, fat people deserve rights and love and then never date a fat person. <laughs> Obviously, there are, none of these are like blanket statements. Obviously, yes, there yes, are queer yes. people who fat chase, the Chubby Chase. There are heterosexual people who like are openly, you know, fat fetishizers, like, there's so many, like, it's a very nuanced conversation, mm. right? We're not having that conversation currently. The conversation we are having is, is that queer people are so focused on the optics that they that they don't really take time to learn about the language, the importance, the what, the what, the what, the what, right? So especially queer people in the communities I've interacted with, there's not saying that all queer communities are bad communities, mm. saying que- queer people in the communities that, I have interacted with were really focused on the optics that they didn't really take time to learn the language. So when it came down to it, when we were on social media and these obviously fat phobic ways of complimenting started becoming like the norm, they never took the time to realize that what they were doing was not good. Mm-hmm. What they were doing was not right. So I've had to let go of friends who would call like, People in their like they'd be like, oh no, you're fine, and then call people in their family like overeaters. Damn. Like, it's so difficult for me to be as a person and think that you call the own people in your family like you say like the way they interact or food is not right, it's not good, and then I'm supposed to uh, believe that you think that I interact with food in a healthy, normal manner. Yeah, and. People were really cutting it up. Really cutting it up. And we can... T- hey, yo, not Rue cutting it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we can also see, like, people's, like... They think food is something that needs to be earned, which is why we do have that conversation. Like, that's another thing that classism and fat phobia and whatnot, where that conversation of, um, oh, the uncle who doesn't work eating the yogurt you know and it's like you think people have to labor to be able to eat you know and which is why you think like poor people can't be fat yeah that leads into a whole nother conversation and that's a whole nother conversation yeah 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 um but yeah i feel like you know, we were speaking about the, the upcoming Y2K, like, um, fashion trends, the upcoming fashion trends in general. And, yeah, like, I've said, I, I, I've personally said that I'm really excited for shift dresses. I'm really excited for platforms again. I'm really excited for gloves. I love gloves, you know, personally. Uh, Lunga? Oh, gosh, I can't even remember half the things I'm excited for. I am excited for a lot of things. Platform shoes. Like platform shoes, no accent, let me lose it. Gloves are like gloves. Um, plaid. Mm. Though plaid never really went away like that, but plaid. And hats. Mm. Hats, I like hats. And hosiery. And hosiery. Colourful hosiery. I'm really yes. excited for colourful hosiery. Patent hosiery. Mm. And, you know, these are all trends that I can say, like, honestly, are some of the least fat. The, the, the ones that aren't going to be leaning into, like, the the really bad fat phobia like as my friend uh revo said we're we're dealing with a mass trauma event coming up 
And I feel so bad for everyone who's just never seen what it looks like. And they don't know what to expect. And they don't know how it's going to affect them. And they don't think it's going to affect them. Um, I'm asking for the gay men in the community to divest from fat phobia. That's my ask. That's my plea. Um, because most of the fat phobia I've experienced has been from that particular community, which has a lot to do with the different standards in that particular community. And that's a whole different conversation and not a conversation for me, but a conversation that can and should probably be had at some point, not necessarily by me. Yeah. Um, but a conversation that has, uh, directly affected me because of the way that these people have now taken to interacting with fat people, fat women in particular. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. This is gonna be a very short episode as you can all tell. Yeah, because I I I think we've said a lot of things. Yeah. The previous one, but we like left out a lot of other things, so we just needed to like And also I just want people to remember that, you know, like this is a very important part of all of this. Um there is nothing glamorous or euphoric about eating disorders. No. There's nothing glamorous or euphoric about disordered eating. At all. You you lose your energy, you lose your vibrance, your hair starts falling out. I always said this in the first episode. Yeah, but I wanna I want <laughs> I want people to know. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll get yellow nail beds and yellow nails and your nails will become brittle and and like you lose friends because you're always lying or you're always like saying horrible things to them without sometimes meaning it, you know, and you're always exposing them to the most really, really like toxic and awful behavior to ever experience. You know, we didn't speak about it in the first episode, but the way that we fed off each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> the way we fed off each other and how we made each other so much worse because eating disorders and disordered eating in itself is a very competitive thing you never want to be eating more than the person next to you you never want to be losing less you never want to be you know bigger so in competition that's why like uh on social media i saw a lot of people um being like oh you know like i didn't eat today or i'm not gonna eat today or i only ate one egg i'm so skinny mm. Like, people don't realize that you're actively triggering people with disordered eating and eating disorders on the TL at that time. Like, it's a competitive sport, that thing. Very sad. Um, yeah, so there's nothing glamorous, there's nothing nice, there's nothing... And I know a lot of people are like, but people will treat me better. I understand the fear, I understand where people are coming from, and I'll never not acknowledge the fact that a lot of it is because we want to be treated better in society. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, if you are hell-bent on losing weight, there are healthy, good ways to do that. Um, and I'm not trying to moralize eating disorders at this point, I'm saying good, like good for your body. Um, you know, just, yeah. I don't want people to, to listen to the past episode. And I know, you know, at any point in time, people can take what you say and 
not understand it the way you meant it. Mm-hmm. And this, for me, is a very big clarification. At no point are we ever trying to glamorize or tell you how to or help people. We want you people to understand like what is happening and to look at the language and the way you speak and the way you interact with people differently as this Y2K resurgence comes on and as Pro Anna starts getting more bold. Um, Lunga is in another world. No, I just have nothing to say. Like, <laughs> if I don't, I'm not ed- not educated enough on it. Like, I know I have disordered eating. I know I've had it for a long time. I just like never. You know, I know I, I stop that. It's bad. But that's as far as I go with it. Like, yeah, no. All I know is people are gonna want to be skinny again. You know, and gonna be very very and recovery is hard recovery is hard hard. recovery is hard and no one expects you to 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 get over it in in, in a new day but you know acknowledging what's happening working on it that's very important um and you know what recovery is not a linear journey you start you stop you go back to the beginning you stop in the middle anything can happen um i've started and and stopped my journey a, f- a few times. And you know what? I personally think that we are all taking this journey slowly. The problem is that the the pro Anna Y2K skinny girl, oh my goodness, cottage court twee is not waiting. It is knocking on our doors like actually no, that's too soft. It's knocking like, like a police officer. Your knuckles not painful. Yeah, no, I've been practicing how to knock like an apartheid police officer for my whole life. No, you don't hate black people enough. <laughs> how do I hate? Okay, how do I knock like I hate black people? No, like this. Awa, awa, my, my knuckles. See, like this. And then you knock like you're Simon Cosa. You're not like, yeah, you're not like an apartheid police officer. I knock like an apartheid police officer to the point where one of my friend's uh, moms was like, I think I'm a police officer in 1994. I thought, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why were you knocking like that? I don't know. It was late, Brie. Like, I was, I want to go home. Mm. But anyway, um, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I think this is going to be a bonus episode, so I think it's probably dropping on Wednesday. Like Wednesday afternoon. Tomorrow. Yeah. No, don't say tomorrow. Why did why did I need to know when I recorded? <laughs> <laughs> it could be tomorrow on Thursday. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking of doing it as a bonus episode because like, you know, it's not that long. It's twenty five minutes. Yeah. I mean there's nothing more to say besides that please, really please get help. It's not fun. Or maybe, yeah, I think I'm going to... And then on, on on Sunday, maybe you'll get something. Maybe you won't. Who knows? It's, <laughs> it's funky time. You know, we're shaking it up. No, don't do that. <laughs> Post on Sunday. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming into Luluology. This was just the second episode where we just wanted to clarify and to help you get help. So please, please, please think of that link tree and get the help you need. Thank you. It was Lulu. It was so nice. I'm probably going to go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs>